Kanban on the air. Thanks for tuning in to Instagram Growth Podcast. We love having you here and it's our mission to bring you all of the latest and greatest tips, skills and know-how to make you the best Instagram marketer that you can be. We know that you have it in you and we are going to show you how. Now, let's get started. Hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new episode of Combin Podcast. Here is your host Anne and today the first question that I'm going to ask is who are you marketing to? If you can't give a specific answer to that question right away, you totally need to define your target audience because good marketing caters to specific customers and knowing who those folks are can help you better perform marketing to your fullest potential. Today, I'm speaking to Joseph Patrick Fair, who is going to help you identify your target audience and create marketing that knocks their socks off. Hey, Joseph, welcome to the show. Hello, and uh, yes, thank you for the wonderful uh, introduction, and thank you for having me on. I am a uh, retired police officer and author. I wrote the book, To Die a Hero. I uh, am an expert at being an author and a novice at marketing. I've been consulting with a few people and companies to develop the marketing on my book, and I uh, wanted to come on your podcast and uh, tell people a little bit about what's worked for me and what's not. Yeah, that's okay. Thank you for accepting my invitation. So could you please tell me a little bit more about your background and your area of expertise? Well, uh, like I said, I am an expert at uh, writing and I love marketing. I love the uh, competitive angle of finding a creative niche, like uh, thinking about my target customer as an avatar and uh, trying to write an ad that would engage the right demographic. My book is about 60% female, 40% male. It's between 25 and 50. And I've got four major places that the book sells, Midwest in the United States, uh, Britain, Germany, and Japan. That's where my core audience is when I look at my demographics. So. Uh, We have tried a number of different things, my marketing director and I, as far as uh, comparison ads, uh, some to one market, one to another, and then look at how much we spent in the engagement and click-through ratio uh, versus the other. And it kind of steers you toward where your niche is. My niche is police fiction, small town. Uh, That's where I get my most engagement. Okay, and what kind of marketing you are most involved with? I mean, offline marketing or online marketing? I am definitely online marketing, and I do a little bit offline, but what has been explained to me from other authors that are much more successful than me is that uh, you basically got to go onto Facebook, run a few ads, look at the back end on Meta, adjust the ad. Sometimes you'll have one ad that does well, another ad that doesn't. You cut the money off one ad and double down on the second one. Uh, I'm mixing up with Facebook, uh, Twitter, and looking at LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I went to premium recently. They give you a lot of information on how to uh, 
find customers for whatever you're selling. It's very interesting how uh, LinkedIn is a valuable asset to uh, just discover who would be interested in your product. But uh, yeah, Facebook has had some really good engagement. And in my best month, I got 20,000 people to my uh, Facebook landing page to click through. So uh, in a year's time, I think that's a good result. So the platform you are most active on is Facebook. Yep. Facebook appears to be the right demographic for the age of person and the the, they call it the pain point to click through and spend $14.99 on a paperback or $3.99 on a Kindle. That seems to be the avenue. The Amazon ads, we tinkered with them. I have not figured out the keywords. Uh, I have somebody working with me as a consultant. Uh, Amazon is probably the next uh, platform we're going to work on. And I figured out how to tie my Twitter uh, back to Facebook, <laughs> which if you can get cross engagement, you do a whole lot less postings. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's where I've got so far. I've, I've learned a lot and uh, you got to niche down and figure out who that person is that will click through to buy your book. Yeah. So actually we came to the next question I was going to ask. So to the point of today's conversation, target audience and niche marketing. So what is niche marketing and what parameters is niche marketing identified by? Well, um, for me in a general sense, um, I have a very small demographic in police fiction, a small town, and then I need to uh, weave into my mission statement, uh, courage, faith, and dedication. Those are the three words that come back in the keyword search that connects my customer to my book. So my niche is police fiction, small town with courage. It seems to be the keyword that pushes people through to click through. Uh, I'm learning more every day and it's kind of endless. And the more people I talk to in marketing, the more they explain it's an art to figure out where your customer is. And why it, it, it's so vital to define your target audience before you start actually promoting something or selling something online or offline? Yeah, it, it is difficult to know exactly. I had in, I had imagined a certain type of person that would be interested in my book. And then when I looked at the analytics on the back end of uh, Meta, I realized that the book really appeals to women more than men. And uh, it was a surprise. So we changed. I hired a female marketing director <laughs> and I told her. Oh, that was that, a nice uh, decision. I told her uh, if I get much better engagement, uh, we need to put the proper verbs in here to make this uh, commercial and this ad uh, impactful. And uh, she spent a lot of time. We went through um, uh, brainstorming sessions, and she said, well, um, David so-and-so, who is a much more successful artist than me, he gets his female engagement by comparing up, upscale to the next book. So uh, we tried a little bit of that, and uh, we looked at the SEO and the engagement on his book, and we incorporated some of that data and adjusted it. It, it doubled the numbers in about 90 days after we made that adjustment. 
<laughs> okay. The reason why I ask is just yes. Sometimes we think that we know everything about our perfect client, about our target audience. We know who to target. We know who who we're going to promote actually to. And when we start doing some market research, we understand that very often, I mean, like 99% of cases, the people that we thought about are not actually those in your target audience. That's why it's very, very important to do this market research when you're starting out on some business. And you can like define your intended audience using traits related to their life experiences, for example, preferences or purchase behaviors. I know that some marketers who have a good grasp of their audience divide them into groups based on some of these features like purchase behaviors, preferences, age. Um, and so in practice, I know that it's known as segmentation. So what types of target audiences exist? What types of uh, target audience? Uh, as far as in the publishing world, uh, we really have a couple different things. Some people... Uh, I apologize, sis. Some people who are young only want the Kindle. It's just pointless to try to market the paperback to them. They just, they don't want it. So we write two ads. We write an ad that links it to the Kindle that's targeted at an audience uh, below 30. Uh, and then we write a separate ad that's targeted toward pushing the paperback, which we make more money off. And that's over 30 into 60. And we use specific words that we've uh, seen engagement on that will sell the Kindle, but won't sell the paperback or will sell the paperback and not the Kindle. I had a chance encounter through a mutual friend to uh, meet Seth Green, which is uh, half of the Shark Tank TV show. He owns a, a company called Domination Marketing. Uh, we sat down and talked to him. I wasn't quite ready for his service, but he uh, he networked a couple people to me who were um, a little less expensive, and I've talked to them. And uh, we're working on different mail programs, mailing books to, to uh, certain people that are bloggers and whatnot. Uh, but, yes, you have to almost look at it like it's a progression of – effort, then you measure that effort, then you figure out what's working, what's not working, and then you steer toward basically the traction. Wherever you get in traction, you steer toward that. And what are the questions that you ask yourself when you're trying to define who your target audience is? I suppose it's something like age, location, what else? Age, uh, location, uh, what education somebody might have, uh, what background or uh, profession they were doing. Uh, in my case, uh, public safety, police, fire, military, EMS. Uh, when I go into Facebook and look at that and I see what percentage of those people have been on that website, I know that, boy, that, that ad right there is really getting the people that would love to read this book and that uh, – Feedback, I guess the feedback or data tells me to either up those ads or lower those ads. But uh, it has been a 
step-by-step process and i can say i wasted a little money on marketing when i first started <laughs> until i got a somebody who was a professional i i uh tinkered i tinkered and then i realized i'm not uh, an expert at it and i hired a consultant so uh, i'm not sure if i answer your question but it's a discovery process and you try different things and see what's working okay and how do you research your target audience actually or tell me please about your like first experiences of when you were trying to research and analyze who your target audience is and tell me about maybe some failures yeah i got on this conference call with other people who are authors and they said something that was completely counterintuitive they said uh as far as the amazon ads Let's just say that this is a police fiction, and I use the word police fiction in an ad. I didn't realize that there are tons of people using that who write books. That is not a good keyword. And I fought with them for a minute and said, but wait a minute. Uh, this, this is exactly what describes my book. And they said, you'll have a lot of competition with that. You have to niche down and maybe find a keyword, um, former cop, um retired police officer public servant much better word lower competition uh, competition on the threshold you'll get a higher return on investment on those keywords uh we are still developing the keywords but we found about four that really kick back on uh, amazon and drive people over to the landing page so i Disagreed with that philosophy. I listened to it. We tested it. I adjusted. Okay, perfect. And except for these like keywords, what else matters while establishing who your target audience is? Yeah, uh, what really matters uh, when it comes to my book is what's called the pain threshold what where where somebody will make an impulse to spend $13.99 uh we were getting good click through rate at that we brought it down to 11.99 much better quick click through rate and i told everybody let's just run a sale for 9.99 and sell a bunch of books and they all poo-pooed me and said everybody will just think it's trash book because books at that price are trash you can't put tarnish on your, on your gold. You don't want to tarnish the gold. <laughs> Just don't do it. Just trust me. And I said, you're the next expert. We will, uh, we will adjust it. Uh, 1099, 1199, 1299. Uh, I have followed the experts and they've been right. And it's been a learning curve for me. Okay. So, Uh, let's say you've conducted this market research, you know who your target audience is. Uh, so this is like the end of the journey. Shouldn't you like do the same research once in a certain period of time because maybe something has changed? Yeah, it's, it's constantly changing and uh, people are constantly coming out with other books and mine is constantly going up and down in the rating, which... At one point, uh, my book was a little above David Balsetti, and it was below it. And we had to change the ads so we weren't in direct competition with him. There's something in the algorithm that his writing is similar to mine, the vividness of it. So we had to stand away from him. 
when he comes out with a new book, we change our ads. But about every 30 days, I have a uh, Zoom meeting with my team. Then we look at what's worked, what hasn't worked. Uh, we try something new, and occasionally we uh, just spin the wheel and throw out a new ad and see if it gets engagement. But, uh, yeah, 30 days seems to be the threshold where I either up ads or down ads. And how do you use this audience data in a marketing strategy as a whole? So like, let's say that target audience is a part of marketing strategy. So what part does it entail? Well, in my case, I have to really uh, focus on selling the Kindle. Uh, the Kindle is the secret to my strategy right now. The Kindle's got a lower um, price point at, even if we get the Kindle down to $2.99, I sell way more. And then I think I get a crossover about every 10 Kindles. Somebody really loves the book and then they buy the paperback. So lowering the Kindle has actually sold more paperbacks, which is really where the profit is, is in the paperback. So uh, yes, uh, it, it is a uh, ever moving forward process to learn, adjust, and a few times it's got stuck and I've just uh, called a team of people together and said, hey, here's where my project is at. Uh, maybe I need to write another book or uh, a part two book and they've kind of explained to me, you get four years out of a book, maybe it'll peak. Um, so I have a second book in draft right now. Uh, three years from now, I probably come out with to die hero and to watch two. Oh, that's great. And could you please tell me and my audience a bit more about your book? So what is it about? And what is the story behind this? Okay. Uh, my book is a classic Joseph Campbell hero's journey. And it is about uh, a cop who figures out that he's a little selfish and making poor decisions. And he has to switch from being selfish to joining the team. And uh, he has to go into, like they say, into uh, the wilderness to find his courage and get his strength. And at the close of the second act, he is uh, shot in the line of duty, put in the hospital ill for two weeks, off work for about two months. And after that, uh, he really discovers who his friends are and uh, who he can trust. And his goals change from being uh, maybe important to being a really good servant. And uh, that is basically the message of the book. If you're going into the public service, you have to have a servant's mindset and realize you're serving a bigger cause than just yourself. Sounds very interesting. Where can I and my listeners learn more about your book? Maybe have it to read? Yes, uh, probably the easiest way to find the book is just to go to Amazon.com and put in To Die Hero, or you could put in the Joseph Patrick Fair. Uh, I'm also easy to find on Facebook is Joseph Fair, or LinkedIn is Joseph Fair. Uh, I can't get back with everybody that gets with me on social media, but I try to get back to people. And uh, if they read the book and give me a review, I will listen to a beta reader and it may affect the second version. Uh, we make adjustments. We print some off. We talk about it with my marketing team and we consider people's ideas. 
Okay, perfect. And where else can my audience get connected with you? Uh, if you go on to YouTube and you just put in Joseph Patrick Fair, uh, there's about five other podcasts right now I've been on. Uh, they, wow. can, they can listen to the other podcast. Uh, typically, if you go to the landing page of the podcast, it will give you a link that goes back to my landing page on Facebook. And then when you get to the Facebook page, you can click through to, uh, to Amazon to purchase it. The uh, Kindle is $3.99 right now, and the paperback is $4.99. Yeah, you guys who are listening to us right now, you can also find all the links that Joseph mentioned during today's interview into the episode description. Okay, and my last question for today. So do you have a kind of motto? Maybe you would like to say something to my listeners to give them some message. Yes, I do have a message. Um, when I was a younger guy, I had a vision that being successful and having uh, some element of success was about 90% luck and 10% uh, hard work. And then 40 years later, I realized that being successful is 90% hard work and 10% <laughs> luck. And if you just have a dream, you just have a dream. I had a dream that's sitting right here, my book. And I retired, so I had some time on my hands, and I sat down at the computer, and I laughed a lot, and I cried occasionally, and I screamed often. I got the book typed out, got it to the publisher, and got the book published. Uh, don't discount your own abilities to market something, sell something, write a book or something. Just realize it's commitment to a goal, hard work, and follow through. So inspirational. Thank you, Joseph, very thank much you. for this interesting talk. And thank you for coming to my interview. Hey, it's been my pleasure. And I'll come back anytime you invite me. This is a podcast sponsored by Combin.com. Grow and manage your Instagram safely and organically with Combin Growth and Combin Scheduler. Instagram promotion is easy. Combin.com.